Today on In Grace, we're going to again discover hidden Israel, telling you the amazing story of King David. Welcome to In Grace with Jim Scudder, Jr. He is the senior pastor of Quentin Road Baptist Church in Lake Zurich, Illinois, as well as the host of In Grace Radio and TV. Hi, welcome to a very special edition of In Grace on this Friday and weekend. We are excited because we're going back to Israel. We're taking you on a journey to some pretty cool places as we're talking about King David in a series called Discover Hidden Israel 4. Now, King David, as you know, uh, was the most famous king of Israel and one whom the Bible predicted the Messiah would come through and the Messiah would then sit on David's throne in the future. And so we're excited about the series because we're going to take you to some places here on the podcast or the radio program that you might not have ever been. We're going to be crawling through caves. Remember, David was hiding from Saul. Can you imagine? You you slayed the the great giant, the antagonist of, of Israel, the Philistines hero. You killed that hero. You've killed a bear and a lion. You've soothed the heart of King Saul with your harp, but now he wants to kill you and all you've done was be helpful and be loyal? Well, that's what David was facing. And so we're going to talk about that today. My guest is Dr. Carl Ball, and you'll really enjoy hearing him as well on the program. Right before we start that, though, let me tell you about several things. One, you can watch In Grace anytime on YouTube or Roku and on Wednesday nights on TBN. Now, some of you live in areas that also we broadcast in. I think we broadcast in Milwaukee and we also broadcast in Southwest Florida and a few other places. So you can watch In Grace, but you can definitely go anytime on your smartphone, your smart TV, or your computer to YouTube or Roku and search for In Grace. And there you could subscribe to our channel, get alerts, and also like the video so more people can hear the gospel of grace through In Grace. So we would love for you to do that, and uh, we encourage you to do that. We also would love to meet you. So we broadcast on 550 radio stations and we stream and podcast all over the world. So we're going to be going to two places coming up. One is in the Dakotas. So those of you that live in North and South Dakota, we have a lot of people that listen out there. Uh, We want you to come on us to a free event called Gathering Grace in Mitchell. You all know where the Corn Palace is. That's where we're going to have the event. We want you to be there. Get your free ticket at ingraceradio.com. And then for those of you that live out in the Southwest, we're coming to Phoenix, Arizona, at least that area. And we're going to be having another Gathering Grace event in February. So a free ticket at ingraceradio.com and then click on Gather in Grace. Now, I want to send you as a thank you for listening, a free The Lord is My Shepherd bookmark. Now, why is this special? Well, this is special because the Lord is my shepherd. And this is a statement. I want everybody to know that the Lord is my shepherd. But we also have on the bookmark some original artwork, beautiful artwork of a shepherd watching the sheep at a sunset in Israel. So this will be a special thing to have in your book, your Bible, to remind you of in grace, praying for in grace, and also that the Lord is your shepherd. Now, uh, that's for free, and all you have to do is call us or go to our website, and we'll send that to you. The number is 1-800-78-GRACE, and the website is ingraceradio.com. We'll repeat all that in a second. Now, some of you say, hey, I want to support In Grace. The ministry's blessed me. How can I give back, pay it forward? Well, 
if you would give a gift of $35 or more, I'm going to send you five bookmarks, and I'm going to send you this series that you're going to hear today, Discover Hidden Israel for King David. You really need to see it. You really need to own it, and it's my gift to you as a thank you for your generous support to and grace. Now, some of you want to give more than 35 so we've got a really neat a canvas print of this original artwork with the shepherd and the sheep, and it's beautiful. For those of you that can give a gift of $250 or more, we're going to send you the five bookmarks and the video series, as well as this beautiful, large wall art canvas of The Lord is My Shepherd. Again, contact us today at 1-800-78-GRACE or ingraceradio.com. Just call us, 800-78-GRACE, or go online, ingraceradio.com. You can also write to us at InGrace, P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. David was so good at what he did that songs were sung about him. Saul hath slain his thousands, and David his ten thousands. This made Saul irate. Saul thought David would take his kingdom from him. Now let's go to Gibeah of Saul, just north of Jerusalem, and talk about Saul's jealousy and God's protection. Pastor, we call this the palace of broken dreams. Saul could have been so much more than he was. He was anointed by Samuel, chosen of the Lord for that time, but he disqualified himself. And on these very grounds, is not only where Saul's palace was, but he became jealous of David and threw a javelin at him on these grounds. But the protection and providence of God, those in combination are inexorable. Yeah, and if David had died when he was a lad, there would be no Messiah because it was predicted that through David would come the Messiah. Yes. So God's protection was upon that young man. And also it was here that David developed a close friendship with the son of Saul, Jonathan. That's profound, profound evidence and a profound statement right here. This is an emotional moment. And I think you'll remember the story that David was starting to sense that Saul didn't like him. And Saul was actually out to get him, out to kill him. And he stopped showing up at dinner and Saul says, where's David, where's David? And finally, Jonathan says, hey, I have a plan. I'm gonna find out if my dad is out to get you or he was just in a bad mood that one time. And if he's out to kill you, I'm gonna come out with my arrow and I'm gonna miss the target on purpose. And we know that whole story, that happened here as well. This is an emotional, fateful moment. I'm glad we can look back in time and see God's hand of tapestry weaving it all together. David was, as you said, a man after God's own heart. David and Jonathan had a dear friendship, close as brothers. But sadly, because of Saul's jealousy and wrath against David, eventually David had to flee for his life. After visiting Nob and eating the sacred showbread and taking Goliath's sword, he foolishly goes to Gath, Goliath's hometown. As David was running away from Saul, as he had been such a blessing and he had conquered Goliath and he had played music to soothe Saul's spirit, all of these great things that he did and he was helping to control the Philistines, Saul got jealous and David had to flee. Yes. And it said, here David came and entered into Gath. Ah. 
the former enemies. Yeah, uh, he mean, had he, he had conquered Goliath, their you know? champion. Yeah, yeah. So he enters into Gath, thinking, I don't know what, like they're going to help no. him. And then he suddenly realized, boy, I'm in trouble. So the the scripture says that he starts to act like a madman, and he has spittle coming down onto his beard, and he's clawing away. I don't know how he got out of the situation, but somehow he did. I want to see the grace that movie of God. in heaven too. Yes, yes. yes. But David always keeps coming up in these stories and these places. But again, the Bible, when it talks about Gath, they hadn't found an ancient city of Gath. They had found some Philistine stuff here, but it wasn't as old as they were looking for. But they just kept digging, and all of a sudden, there it is. A recent discovery. Just like the Bible had indicated exactly all along. Exactly with what the Bible says. Yes. So, and, and we're here in the presence of Gath, yeah. figuring into the life of David, uh, whose adventures we are walking through yes. again. After David's excellent madman acting performance, he flees to the caves of Adullam. Here he hides out and starts to gather a loyal following of 400 men. Dr. Ball and I knew the general location of these caves, but we had a hard time finding one that 400 could hide in. Only later I would learn that we were near a sensitive military complex and the GPS signals in that location, shall we say, were made less accurate. Dr. Ball, I'm just gonna say sorry for what I'm about to get you into, because- It looks like we're lost. <laughs> well, isn't that the point if you're hiding out from King Saul? Wouldn't you want to kind of be lost? From them. <laughs> <laughs> all right, follow me, and I'll just pretend like I know where I'm going. I'm not lost at all. If you're lost, that may be a problem, but I'm not lost. I'm with you. Let's just call this a nature hike, and if we stumble on a cave... And what nicer place to be. I'm enjoying it. That looks cave-ish. Now, we need to be able to shelter 400 men. <laughs> now, remember though, Dr. Ball, this is a massive complex from what I understand. It goes for miles underground. Oh my, we just like, have to find like a way bed. I can imagine David and his men, this whole system hiding out here, probably feeling very safe because you can barely find the opening of the caves. And then once you get down in there, you can almost be lost. And so that's why we're not going any deeper. But we are in the cave system of Adullam. This is where David hid from Saul. And then David actually referenced, I think, these experiences in the refuge when he wrote some of the Psalms. In Psalm 57, it says, Be merciful unto me, O God. Be merciful unto me, for my soul trusteth in thee. Yea, in the shadow of thy wings, I will make my refuge. Be thou exalted, O God, above the heavens. Let thy glory be above all of the earth. All these experiences that David had in his life, some of them were really tough, all blessed us with the beautiful songs of David. Step into the captivating world of ancient history and discover the inspiring story of David the Shepherd King. As a token of his gratitude for your amazing support, Jim Scudder Jr. is thrilled to offer you an exclusive, beautifully crafted Psalm 23 bookmark, absolutely free. This elegant keepsake is a symbol of our appreciation for your generosity. And when you give a gift of $35 or more, you'll receive not just one, but five Psalm 23 bookmarks and the engaging DVD series, Discover Hidden Israel 4, all about David, the Shepherd King. 
When you give a generous gift of $250 or more, you will also receive a limited edition 16 by 20 canvas print portraying David the Shepherd King. To claim these remarkable gifts, call 800-78-GRACE. Go to ingraceradio.com or write to InGrace, P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. Again, that's 800-78-GRACE or ingraceradio.com. One of the most dramatic episodes in the life of David, Dr. Ball, happens right here at En Gedi. I would totally agree. One of the stories giving the scope of the compassion, the reception of God's will, listening to the voice of God in his life, his concern for the anointed king of Israel, knowing that ultimately he would be the king. So as he's being pursued by Saul, which is a whole sad story, one of the last places he's hiding out is in a cave that was used for guarding sheep at night here in En Gedi. There's a marvelous foreshadowing, as I'm sure you're gonna tell the story of Saul going in, pulling off the kingly robe, setting it aside some feet away. He took care of his business. And David was so close in one of the recessions of the cave that he was able to cut the hem of his garment off. That's the kanaf. Now, Saul was anointed, could have been a king of major benefit in Israel, but he uh, disqualified himself. And in foreshadowing long, long centuries, a thousand years later, a fulfillment, it states that there will come one with healing in his wings, the kanaf. And that's the hem, the edge of the garment. That's the same word as the hem of the king's garment, the one that has healing in his wings. Of course, we know that to be a descendant of David. Yes. And that is to be Jesus. And this land will be healed. So Saul goes into, uh, we have polite ways to say it. The Bible says, cover yes. his feet. But, uh, you know, he went in to use the bathroom and set off his robe. And David was, was so guilty. He could have killed Saul. All he did was cut off the garment, the piece of his robe, the kanaf, but he felt so guilty of even doing that because he said, even though this this king, this, this Saul is pursuing me to try to kill me, he's still God's anointed. And he will let God fight his battles. Yes. And he did. And that's a lesson for all of us. We could spend a lot of time seeking revenge and trying to make everything right. But I think what you need to do is just say, Lord, I want you to defend me. I want you to protect yes. me. Yes. And David, I think, did the right thing there. But as Saul left, he said, hey, Saul. And they looked and they had this big, long conversation. And Saul said, hey, I was wrong. I've been wrong to pursue you. And you think that would be the end of the story. But with a wicked heart, that's not the end of the story. But he continued to chase after David. David had another opportunity to kill Saul, but didn't because he said, this is God's anointed. But eventually Saul did die a tragic death. And he did. And behind us, appropriately, are the voices of children and mm -hmm. families mm -hmm. of the nations. Yes. And this message, this story, needs to be broadcast and currently is being broadcast to the nations. What a tremendous statement of noble compassion by the righteous man anointed of God, David. Let's return to near Bethlehem and listen to more of Dr. Baugh's message to touch the heart of God. So now, we come to the life of this young man. He was anointed king without their even knowing the full implications. He became king. He never lost a battle. 
But even his own son Absalom believed the rumors that had carried throughout his life and against his father rebelled and for a period of time became the king. So how is it? God said to Samuel, this one you're going to anoint is a man after my own heart. And Acts 13 verifies David was a man after God's own heart. How is it that David, with all of these burdens, with all of this history, was a man after God's own heart? Well, theologians have ventured a guess. Perhaps the fact that David was victorious in battle, he never lost a battle. He was surrounded by 37 mighty men. God is always victorious. He's never lost a battle, never will. And perhaps that's what's meant by the statement, he's a man after God's own heart. Or secondly, David had great compassion in friendship. Jonathan, the first chapter of 2 Samuel says that David loved Jonathan more than the love of women. And yet David was fully masculine in all his details, and, and so was Jonathan. So maybe that compassion beyond the normal compassion of a warrior general to be, maybe that's what is meant by the fact that he's a man after God's own heart, the great compassion illustrating what God has. Or number three, David had an encompassing knowledge. You see, God prepared him among the sheep. And sheep each have a personality. Now I understand directly from the shepherds that if you tend a flock for a while, every single day, each of those sheep will make his way into the presence of the shepherd to personally be around the one who is leading them beside the still waters and in the green pastures. David learned personalities. He learned dexterity in running up and down the ledges of these limestone hills. But he learned how to interpret people because he experienced the rawest, the deepest, the raunchiest character from his own family. So he understood people just by being in their presence. And the Bible says when he became king, David didn't need people to come and give him the gossip. He didn't need people to inform him what was going on. He innately knew what was happening all around him in battle and in peace and in administration. Well, that encompassing knowledge certainly is illustrative of God's knowledge. Maybe the fact that God does everything with a future plan and purpose is what's meant by David was a man after God's own heart or Lastly, for our brief consideration, David was kind in victory. You see, Saul and Jonathan and brothers were impaled in corpse against the wall of Bethshean to be ridiculed. Later, their bodies were taken down and burned. But as David rightfully took the place of the throne, his rightful place on the throne, he asked, is there anyone left of the house of Saul that I can show kindness to, especially to Jonathan's family? And there was 
a little boy named Mephibosheth. He was about six years old when the kingdom was transferred. When the first trouble started, Saul had to abdicate and all his family did and Jonathan's family was no exception. The nurse dropped this little boy, broke his leg and hip, and he was lame the rest of his life. So the years went by, and after David was established, he said, I'd like to show kindness. Perhaps a number of years had gone by, and they said, well, there is one. He lives in the land of Lodabar, the land of no pasture. His name is Mephibosheth. So David brought Mephibosheth. He sent a special royal cart for him. Oh, that's a reminder that our great king is coming back one day and he's, he's coming and calling us by name. And, and David called Mephibosheth by name and he said, you're not gonna live just in Jerusalem. You're gonna live in my house. You're gonna be fed at my table. And the rest of his life, Mephibosheth dined within sight of the king. The story of David is a story of God's grace and God's forgiveness. David was a shepherd. Our Lord was a shepherd, is a shepherd. David suffered. Of course, our Lord suffered so greatly. There are so many comparisons. There's so many things that tie David as a type of Christ. But David could not save you. David was a sinner like the rest of us. But there was one that came from the line of David. It was predicted, born here at Migdal Eder. His name is Jesus. He came to save us from our sins. Many religions will tell you that you have to do this or that in order to achieve salvation, heaven, nirvana. But the Bible says we cannot obtain eternal life, that it's a gift of God that's provided by God. We sinned, we've messed up, he created everything right, and we rebelled. But he loves us so much that he sent his son to die, to suffer an agonizing death, but the worst part of the death of Jesus was sin was placed upon him. The Bible says you and I are sinners. We've all fallen short of the glory of God. We've all sinned, we've all gone astray. There's no one that is righteous, no, not one. David was a good man, but David was obviously a sinner. But Jesus came and never sinned. He was God in the flesh. He came, just as predicted, born of a virgin at this very location. And Jesus came for one reason, not to teach us how to live, although he did, not to teach us how to die, although he did. He came to die for our sins on a cross. He came and paid for the debt that we could not pay. Our sins send us to hell to be separated from God forever. That's not what God wants. God loves us. So what did God do? He sent Jesus to die for our sins on a cross. And then the Bible says this, if you will simply believe in Jesus, we have everlasting life. And he can never lose us. He can never kick us out because we're born again. Oh, we still might have our moments but we are in the hand of God and we can never, ever be lost. That is a simple but profound message of hope, a message of salvation. David was a man after God's own heart 
And when you put your trust in Jesus Christ, I believe that God will have his heart for you forever. Step into the captivating world of ancient history and discover the inspiring story of David, the Shepherd King. As a token of his gratitude for your amazing support, Jim Scudder Jr. is thrilled to offer you an exclusive, beautifully crafted Psalm 23 bookmark, absolutely free. This elegant keepsake is a symbol of our appreciation for your generosity. And when you give a gift of $35 or more, you'll receive not just one, but five Psalm 23 bookmarks and the engaging DVD series, Discover Hidden Israel 4, all about David, the Shepherd King. When you give a generous gift of $250 or more, you will also receive a limited edition 16 by 20 canvas print portraying David the Shepherd King. To claim these remarkable gifts, call 800-78-GRACE. Go to ingraceradio.com or write to InGrace, P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. Again, that's 800-78-GRACE or ingraceradio.com. Thank you for joining us on InGrace Radio with Jim Scudder, Jr. InGrace is a member of the Evangelical Council for Financial Accountability. Our goal is to share the light of Jesus to a darkening world, helping you find hope, gain purpose, and be a light. You can be that light today by joining our mission to spread the gospel around the world. Just call us, 800-78-GRACE, or go online, ingraceradio.com. You can also write to us at InGrace, P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. Tune in next week as we continue to explore God's Word and His world on InGrace Radio.